0: Vaccine passports under the skin, World War III watch, world religion, and many other prophecies in the headlines today. Many Bible prophecies are progressing at an alarming rate. And we will analyze these events while taking your calls on this open line edition of End of the Age. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Dave Robbins with End Time Ministries. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition of End of the Age. Now, I will be taking your calls today. The number to reach me, 1-877-363-8463. The number to reach our operators here, 1-800-363-8463. You know, I, there's so much going on in the news right now, I almost didn't know where to even start. because I just had to pick one out of the hat because I could talk about, you know, World War III, the mark of the beast, um, a, a Middle East peace agreement, the world religion, world government. I mean, just one thing right after another. And, but I thought I would start with the mark of the beast and precursors to that. What we see in view and I, let me just, let me cover something right up front. I've, I've seen some stuff that people have sent me recently and things I've, you know, just skimming through some stuff, saw some different videos and some things. And I know that we talk about apocalyptic events all the time here at End Time Ministries. I understand that. it's Bible prophecy, the Mark of the Beast, World War III, you know, the, the Great Tribulation and things like that. I know that. However, I don't... I'm not doing that to put everybody in fear mode. Because what are we doing here at End Time Ministries? We are sowing the seeds to the world's greatest revival, everybody. That's what we're doing here at End Time Ministries. Every day, radio, television, the magazine... Into the Age Plus, Jerusalem Prophecy College, prophecy conferences, uh, Bible studies, global correspondence with everybody. We're sowing the seeds to the last great end time revival. My mind is on revival. And yet, daily, I have to, myself, Doug, and Vince, we all talk about these apocalyptic events. It's just simply showing you how close we are to the second coming of Jesus Christ in the battle of Armageddon. And knowing that these prophecies were written 2,000 to 2,500 years ago, and that they're coming to pass right now, it builds your faith in the word of God. And so there's many reasons for us to talk about them, but I, I'm, we do not do that to sow fear. I watched a video, oh man, last evening, where the guy was teaching prophecy, and the more I listened to him, I got scared. And I thought, now, hold on a second. It was all about fear tactics and fear mongering and I'm not here to do that. Doug's not here to do that. Vince is not here to do that. Nobody on our team. We are sharing prophecy as a message of hope. Here's what's coming in the end time and let's sow the seeds to the greatest time of revival the world's ever seen. So it's very important that we understand some of these things. Now, as far as the mark of the beast goes, many of you know... That there is a time coming when, and you can feel it. You can feel kind of like the the pressure from even the international community where they're wanting to just control everybody, to number everybody, to move off of a cash system onto a digital system so everybody can be tracked. I mean, we feel it on every side. If, If you're functioning in society at all. And so... Revelation 13, uh, 16 through 18. This is the New Living Translation. It says, And he required everyone, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to be given a mark on the right hand or in the forehead, and that no one could buy or sell without the mark, which was either the name of the beast or the number representing his name. Wisdom is needed here. Let the one that has understanding solve the meaning of Of the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man. His number is 666. Now, very ominous prophecy, right? The fulfillment of that. Well, let's think about it. Commerce governed by the Antichrist and the false prophet. The world governing system, the world religious system in the end time. Economically sanctioning individuals. Using their own unique identification number given to them by this world governing system system to track them. There are efforts to do that as we speak. So that's the mark of the beast. No, because it's not here yet. The beast isn't even on the scene yet. But if you think about it, the cashless society that's ahead, all of the numbering, the microchipping, the um, CBN News, they reported that people are getting vaccine passport microchips embedded in their hands as COVID advances, we've got this new variant, uh, Omicron, and they're called, the, it, the COVID is advancing the Internet of Bodies. Now, that sounds totally Orwellian. It sounds totally 1984. It sounds like scary end-time Bible prophecy because we're there and it's, it's you know, we're, we're, we're looking staring this stuff right in the face. These are precursors to the eventual Mark of the Beast system. And the article states the number of Swedish residents who have opted to implant microchips with their vaccine passport into their hands has risen since the country announced the new COVID restrictions, according to the local media. People are willingly going and implanting their vaccine passports in a chip in their hand. Now, you, knowing the prophecies of the Bible, you absolutely would never, ever do that, right? You would never consider doing anything like that. But yet, for lack of knowledge, I hope these people don't understand Bible prophecy because surely if they understood Bible prophecy, they would never do anything like that. That's one of the things I will never, ever, ever do is put a mark of identification on my person anywhere. But yet these people are going willing to do it. On December 1, just a couple days ago, Sweden enacted new rules that require individuals to have a passport at all events with more than 100 people. Vaccine passes are a measure uh, that we see as necessary, they say, and we cannot just kick back and hope for the best. There's a guy named Hans Joblad. He told Afton Bladet that he had a microchip with his vaccination passport inserted into his left hand And when scanned, all of his information about COVID-19 is reflected on his mobile phone. It just comes up like an iPhone, something like that. According to the Euronews.com, around 6,000 people in Sweden have been chipped in it, that chips inserted in their hand uh, since 2014. And they've swapped out carrying keys, train tickets, ID cards for the convenience of a microchip. This is something I absolutely would never do. I hope you never do it
1: because it's precursors to this ominous prophecy just ahead. Get seven deals of Christmas starting now. Do you remember that feeling you had as a kid during the holidays? You were so excited you couldn't sleep. What experience and gifts would you receive this year? The atmosphere at end time is nearly the same. We're excited these seven deals are available through the end of 2021. Why are we so thrilled? Because we know these resources transform lives, and that's even more fun than Christmas, especially in these tough times. For the remainder of 2021, you can get deals like an End of the Age Plus subscription for $9.87 per month, or just $99 per year, Jerusalem Prophecy College enrollment for $35 per course, or my personal favorite, our Brand new package: Irvin's Last Words. This is a five DVD set that includes Irvin's last sermon, conference, TV show, and radio show, valued at over a hundred dollars. But we're going to give it to you free with a donation of any amount. Go to endtime.com/christmas to access these exclusive deals through the end of the year. You can also call 800 End Time.
2: Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry.
0: Wow, so microchips in your hand. Think about it. Having known the prophecies of the Bible, Revelation chapter 13, verse 16 through 18, everybody being put a, have a mark in their right hand or in their forehead, would you ever allow a microchip in your hand? No way. Never going to happen to Dave Robbins. And hopefully not to you as well, once you understand the prophecies of the Bible. Now, I got a lot of people online. I'm going to get to you in just a moment, really quick. I want to mention, number one, end of the year giving. Um, End Time is a partner-supported, listener-supported ministry. I know a lot of you are preparing for your end of the year giving. Consider giving to End Time Ministries. We're reaching people literally all over the world. I was putting together my speech uh, for a dinner that I'll be at tomorrow night, and wow, I mean, people from Slovakia, um, New Zealand, Australia, people all over the world contacting me and from Cameroon, um, Saudi Arabia. I had a lady that we was, I was in contact with in Saudi Arabia. She was teaching in a college there. She talked to a lady about being baptized. The lady's visiting Houston this weekend. And I uh, set it up with a pastor friend of mine. Actually, he's one, my wife's cousin, to baptize the lady while she's here, she's not allowed to be baptized in Saudi Arabia. So we set all that up, and she's going to be baptized this weekend. So it's happening all over the world, folks. We're sowing the seeds to a great end time revival. So as you prepare for your end of the year giving, we don't ask for you know to sell a lot of stuff all the time and and to for you to give, but because everybody, our partners are very very faithful, and we thank you for that. But I know that people give extra just prior to the end of the year for tax purposes. Consider End Time Ministries um, as you do that. Secondly, the seven deals of Christmas available now. Many things. You can go to endtime.com slash Christmas. Many deals right now. The the Revelation package, you can get that. Looks like 50% off. Uh, Many things. Um, There's discounts on the books. Irvin's Last Words uh, for a donation of any amount. That is awesome. If you haven't heard about that, go online, check it out, go to the website. So, endtime.com forward slash Christmas, and uh, we'll get that stuff out to you uh, before Christmas. Very, very important. Okay, so with that said, let's go to the phones now. Let's go to Nick in South Carolina.
3: God bless, Nick. Welcome to End of the Age. God bless, sir. How are you doing today? I am doing great. How are you doing, Nick? Not bad, not bad, a long time no speak. I just wanted to mention to you before I ask you that uh, I think Facebook is playing something with the algorithms because I used to get a notification at four o'clock that you'd be on and I'm not getting it at all right. anymore. But if yep. I have it, I get it. But what I was going to ask you was this. Um, one thing I was going to mention to you that I've seen in other shows from their perspective as opposed to yours and your late father in law's, when you mentioned the book of Revelation and you talk seals, like some, you, you mentioned that some of those have already happened. But I was under the impression that the book of Revelation, when those seals occur, they are at that specific point in time, the last 42 months. So that kind of confuses me a little bit, you know what I mean.
0: Yeah. So the thing is, Nick, is that most prophecy teachers teach that the book of Revelation is in chronological order. And that once you get into Revelation chapter 4, verse 1, all the way into Revelation 6, where the seals begin that they are judgments the seals trumpets and bowls are judgments and that they all occur during the final 7 year period not necessarily the 42 month period but the final 7 years and that the church will be raptured out of here prior to that because of revelation chapter 4 verse 1 hey john come up hither and i'll show you things that will be here after they're saying that that likens everything to the rapture and then that starts the final 7 years which contains the seals trumpets and bowls okay So that is an, I'll just be honest, that's an inaccurate teaching, uh, mistranslated, maybe I should say, because once you understand the segmentation of the book of Revelation and the skeletal structure, the segmentation is simply that in Revelation 119, John was told to write the things which he had seen, the things which are on earth presently 2,000 years ago and then the the things which would be hereafter, which starts the prophetic portion of the book of Revelation. So in chapter 1, 2, and 3, he writes the things which he had seen, a vision he had seen in one, and then he writes letters to seven churches that would be on the earth at the time of John, 2,000 years ago, when he was exiled on the Isle of Patmos, when he wrote the letters to those churches. The prophetic portion of the book of Revelation starts in Revelation chapter 4, verse 1, through chapter 22. And so when the angel says, come up John, come up hither and I will show you things that will be hereafter, that is, has nothing to do with the rapture of the church. It is simply going off of Revelation 119 which says, then, then I will show you things which will be hereafter. It moves us on into the third segment of the book of Revelation which is the prophetic portion. So they've mistranslated it and said, no, that's the rapture and so that starts the final seven years. That's, that doesn't line up with Scripture. Secondly, the book of Revelation is not written in chronological order because if you believe that, then you would have the wrath of God and the second coming of Jesus Christ happening four times. Because the sixth and seventh seal is the second coming in the battle of Armageddon. The seventh trumpet is the second coming in the battle of Armageddon, which is uh, Revelation 11. In Revelation 14, There's a simultaneous harvest. That's the second coming, the battle of Armageddon, the great wine press of the wrath of God. And then when you get to the vials, the seventh vial is the second coming of Jesus Christ, the battle of Armageddon. So there's four accounts of the second coming of Jesus Christ and and the wrath of God, the battle of Armageddon in the book of Revelation. If you look at it from that, it's all written in chronological order. You're going to have the second coming happen four times. And you're going to get really screwed up when you try to figure all that out. So, that's why we teach that the seals have already happened. What are the, what are the, the seals? The first four seals are, in Revelation 6, 1-8, through 8, are horses that John saw with clues to what those horses represent, the colors and the riders on them. However, if you just look at it from Revelation 6, verse 1-8, through 8, you're going to be stuck because you don't have the... The full um, concept of what the writers of the Bible were trying to say—you got to look at every scripture. So, what are the horses? What do they symbolize? If you go back to Zechariah chapter chapter six, verse one through eight, Zechariah saw the same thing—horses pulling chariots—but he asked the, the the Lord. He said, "Well, what are these things? What what are these?" And the Lord said, "These are the spirits of that go forth from the heavens into the earth." And that they would control the ideologies, the thought processes of men. If you look at both um, prophecies here, they control the, the spirits of men, the ideologies in the end time. So they're spirits in the earth. When you go back to Revelation 6, it says there's a white spirit, a white horse. The white spirit's Catholicism. Well, when did Catholicism begin? The, the universal doctrine that was adopted by the Roman Church. That was in 325 A.D. Um, the, the word universal or the word Catholic means universal. So it's the Roman Catholic doctrine, the Roman or the uh, the Roman universal doctrine, the Roman Catholic Church. That was about 325 A.D. Uh, I hate to break it to everybody, but Peter was not the first pope. OK, that the, the Roman universal doctrine was not adopted until the councils. And then so that was the first seal all the way back then. The second seal uh, the red horse. Uh, so, what Karl Marx wrote his Communist Manifesto on what, maybe 1849, 1850. Then you have the um, capitalism, which over the last few centuries has really come into play uh, a capitalistic type situation or a, 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 um, a system. And then um, the green horse, which would be Islamism. The original word, the, the uh, King James Version says pale, but the original Greek word was chloros, which is translated green. Um, So some translations of the Bible actually say a green horse. A Tyndale Bible would say a green horse, the Tyndale translations. So um, that would be Islam, the green spirit in the world today. So when you're talking about the seals, they've already began to be opened. The first four, those spirits have been loosed. The fifth seal is the Great Tribulation, and then the sixth and seventh seal is the second coming of Jesus Christ, the Battle of Armageddon. So that's why we say, Nick, that they have already begun to be opened because the book of Revelation is not written in chronological order. Like most of the commentaries and most of the prophecy teachers teach, they simply, you know, I would love to have a conversation with them. Let's put it like that.
3: Um, I'll put it the, the two that I have listened to. And I'm not, like I said, I listen to other perspectives and mm-hmm. I read the book itself. Yeah. It used to be Jack Van Impey and yeah. uh, the Hal Lindsey report. And sure. it makes sense what you said, because they teach the rapture or pre-rapture.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So they, Understood. they teach that revelation four, one is a depiction of the rapture. Hey, John, come up hither, and I'll show you things that will be here after, but that's not talking about the rapture at all. It's simply, if you know what Revelation 119 says, very key scripture, it's simply the angels they're they're revealing things to John, and then they say, Hey, now it's time for the third segment of the book of Revelation, the prophetic form um prophetic portion. Now come up hither and let's show you things that will be hereafter. And so they begin to reveal to him, chapter four through chapter twenty-two, it's not a depiction of the rapture at all. And so that's why um you know, very very important that you understand the segmentation of the book of Revelation and, and the um, the skeletal structure. In Irvin Baxter's Unveiling the the uh, Revelation, the Revealing of Jesus Christ books, this the the that's on sale, the Revelation Commentary series, he spends a long time explaining the segmentation and the skeletal structure. If you don't understand that. It would be virtually impossible to you to, for you to figure out the timing of all of this stuff in the book of Revelation. Um, so that's why we teach it like that, because that's what the Bible says, Nick.
3: One last thing. What seal are we in right now, from, from what you're saying, what you're telling yeah. yeah. So we're living we
0: in the first four seals. They've been opened, but we still have the Catholicism, Communism, Capitalism, and Islamism. Those spirits are still functioning in the world. And we are just prior to the fifth seal, which is the Great Tribulation. It's just ahead of us now.
3: Very fascinating. Yes. I, I, as always, I thank you for taking my call. I enjoy it. I don't be surprised if I call again with more yeah, questions. Yeah, no, no. I really very, very much enjoy talking to
0: you. Absolutely, Nick. Call any anytime. We certainly appreciate it. God bless. Okay.
3: God bless, sir. Take care.
0: Okay. Wow. Uh, I'm going to Joe in New York. My friend Joe, welcome to End of the Age. How are you, Dave? I'm doing good, my friend. How are you?
4: I'm I'm doing pretty good. Physical problems, but I'll get through them by the grace of the Lord. A thing, I, a thing I want to say again, which I mention every time I call because I listen to the, watch you on, the computer and I listen to the callers. I want to encourage everyone to take Jerusalem Prophecy College courses because ninety nine percent. Of the questions that people are having it shows number one they're interested in the prophecy nobody in the whole world was a better teacher than Irvin. he put in the time and the energy because it gets very complicated to try to answer some of these questions if people take the courses they will they will learn the proper Word of God There are so many false teachers continually, people on the Internet, TV programs. And nobody put in more time and energy in understanding the prophecies than Irvin. And he can answer a lot of the questions because someone will ask you a question and you can't really totally explain it in five or ten minutes. It takes some time and energy for each one of us to go into it. Yeah. And now my insight is that it's vitally important for us at this time to know the prophecies, because then we can reach out properly to people. We can preach the gospel of Messiah Jesus with a deeper understanding. So again, I I encourage people to take the college courses. It's so important. Ervin makes it so clear and understandable because, it, you know, we go into complicated matters, yeah. and and we can't just glibly, just like, oh, I'll just resolve this, I'll read this book. Yeah. I've been reading Daniel so much to try to understand, and I, I'm not a novice. You've heard this yourself from me, Dave. I've walked with the Lord for almost 44 years. Yeah. I've been interested in the book of Revelation, and I've listened to a lot of different teachings and on and on. Irvin was the best. Nobody put more time. Nobody can explain the scriptures about prophecy better than the lessons that Irvin Baxter has. And I am so grateful to you, Dave, and Doug and Vince. You're carrying on the truth. See, it comes down to there's false teachings and there's the truth, which is the Word of God. It is vitally important that we know that and uh, you know i called up <laughs> i called up with you know with a particular question about your insight yeah. but you know this keeps hitting me in the face that people call up with these questions right. which are difficult to explain in 10 minutes right. they've got to, they got they they got to study listen folks whoever's yeah. hearing me you got to put in the time and energy hey, amen
0: what what was you your know, question joe sorry i've got a full bank of callers here
4: okay the Sixth Trumpet War. Yeah. Right now, we, we know that the United States is going to stand with Israel till the actual return, the return of our Lord to this earth. Yes, sir. So it's we got to know that whenever this takes place, when the third of mankind is destroyed, according to the Word of God, mm-hmm. I'm getting the sense that the enemies of Israel will be turning against each other. Because they're not going to destroy Israel. They're not going to destroy us. We're, we got the eagle, you know, we are the eagle's wings. Right. But what hey. do you think about, I mean, I, I still don't understand how Iran hey, and China. No, I tell you what, I will,
0: I, I'm, go, I'm coming up to a break. I'll, I'll uh, talk about that when we get back.
5: Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com.
3: If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button.
0: Okay, Joe, are you still with me? I sure am. Okay. I'm going to I'll answer this as quickly as I can cuz I've got a full bank of calls here. So Okay. I know that after the 6 Trumpet War, the United States will still be here, Israel still will, will still be here. How that plays out with the 6 Trumpet War, who is involved, I don't know that because the scripture doesn't tell us that. It has been our opinion because the bible says there's going to be a 200 million man army that participates in that war that either china, india or the islamic faction on the planet the islamic faction is definitely going to be involved and we it's been our opinion now this is opinion i'm speculating that china would definitely be involved and that or would highly likely be involved and that there's a possibility that she would be wiped out or the biggest majority of her, would be wiped out because China is not mentioned in the prophecies of the Bible unless it is the army that fields this 200 million-man army. Other than that, China is not mentioned in the prophecies of the Bible. And China really wants to establish her own version of a world government or a new world order on the planet. And so it's highly unlikely that she would align herself up with the current New World Order, the world government that's being established. I don't really see that happening. Even though she is a member of the U.N. Security Council, it appears that maybe she would be wiped out in this future war. Um, And yet we know, even though the Islamic faction is going to be involved, that in the Battle of Armageddon, which is a separate war from the Sixth Trumpet War, Ezekiel 38 tells us that Gog and Magog will be there, so Russia is going to be involved. Togomar, which is Turkey, is going to be involved. Persia, which is Iran, will be involved. So how this scenario plays out, I'm not sure, but I know that those nations will still be viable nations on the planet after the Sixth Trumpet War. Again, who gets wiped out in that war? I'm not sure I can answer that, Joe, because the Bible doesn't provide that answer. All I know is that it comes out of the Middle East region, the Euphrates River region. Um, and that one-third of the world's population is destroyed as a result of that, um, and a 200-million-man army will participate in that. So that's the best scenario I can give you with the time that I have.
4: Okay, I, I, I appreciate that, Dave. I love you. And I want to interject one quick thing. The next time you see Judy, tell, tell Judy I love her and I'm proud of her. Give her a big hug. Tell her, her brother in New York, I think of you guys and pray for you every day and ask everybody that is listening to the broadcast to pray continually for end time and support it 100%. God bless you, Dave. I love you. I'm proud of watching you grow (laughs) on my computer screen.
0: Well, thank you for that, Joe. And and, uh, I've actually tried to get my mother-in-law on the radio, and she's just not ready for that yet. Maybe sometime in the future but I'm sure you can understand that. I'll definitely yeah. tell you said hello, and uh, God bless you, my friend. I love you as well. Thank you for the God call. God bless
4: you, Dave. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. Uh, let's go to John in Florida. God bless John. Welcome to End of the Age. Hey, Dave. Hey, John. What's up?
6: Hey. Uh, first time getting through. Oh, uh, great. A, a couple questions. By the way, I just got my time magazines, they are brilliant, they're beautiful, well done. Thank you. I got the timeline for the first time I'm seeing this timeline that you referenced many times. Two things not on it, the rapture and the two witnesses. My question, uh, it's two part. the rapture. Will we be a part of the rapture when these two witnesses are identified by the Antichrist and they're killed in the streets? three and a half days, I guess that's a literal three and a half days, Yeah. will we the saints be raptured with them when they're called up to be with the Lord? That's one. Yes. And then two, will the saints that are still on the earth during the rapture, where is the judgment seat of Christ where we stand before the Lord and give an account of our life? I know where the white throne judgment is, and you've got that on the timeline. But how yeah. about the judgment seat of Christ for believers? Those two questions, and thank you.
0: Yes, sir. So the two witnesses, uh, Revelation chapter 11, the Bible says that the two, I will give power unto my two witnesses to, um, that they will prophesy during a 1260-day period. On the timeline that you have, it's the, there, there's, a, there's a final seven years there. Shows where the final seven years begins and where it ends. It ends at the second coming of Jesus Christ. The final three and one half years of that is the 1260 days where the two witnesses will be on the earth. That's the time of the great tribulation. That's when the two witnesses come on the scene. The final three and one half years of that. The, and then at the very end, the Bible says they're killed. They lay in the streets for three and one half days. And then they're resurrected. It's, at the, it's in uh, Revelation chapter 11, it goes down through like 12, 13, 14. And then it says this. And then they're raptured. At that time is when the saints are raptured. On your timeline, the reason I didn't put the rapture in there is because I taught, the, I taught that timeline in every prophecy conference this past year. And as I taught that, I taught that the rapture and the second coming are one simultaneous event. And that it all happens at the same time. There's many reasons why I can tell you that. For sake of time, I'll just give you Revelation 11. And this answers your question about the judgment as well of the saints. So, John, I I don't know if I'm trying to kind of judge your question here because you're familiar with the way we teach that the rapture and the second coming are one simultaneous event and that that's when the saints are given their reward at the time of the second coming of Jesus Christ. That's when the judgment happens. Not not prior to the seven-year period, but the second coming of Jesus Christ and yeah. the rapture, the same event. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so am. the reason I, I say that is if you go to um, Revelation 11, let me go to the, the King James Version. Sorry about that. If you go to Revelation 11, all the way down at the bottom, it says the seventh angel sounded. That, this is when the, the um, two witnesses are raptured. The Bible says, and that same hour, there was a great earthquake. Ten part of the city fell. The earthquakes, there were slain 7,000 men. Then go to verse 15, and the seventh angel sounded. It's the same event. And there were great voices in heaven saying, the kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. Verse 17. um, Verse 18. And the nations were angry. Thy wrath is come. And the, the time of the dead... That they should be judged. It's right here at the second coming. And that thou shouldest give reward unto thy servants, the prophets, and to the saints. We're all raptured, and our judgment happens at the time of the second coming. If you're raptured, then you are judged worthy. You're part of the bride of Christ. You're called home when he sends his angels to gather the elect. It all happens right there on your timeline that you have at the time of the second coming of Jesus Christ. It's one simultaneous event.
6: Hey, very good. Yes. Because,
0: it, it, because my thing is,
6: in my mind, this is our human mind, I can't understand how billions of saints, however many are saved, will, you know, he's going to take a little time with this, and I know a day is a thousand years, a thousand years a day. How in the world is all that? I I know that's not, I can't find that anywhere, but I was just, I knew where the white throne judgment was, Yeah, but it was the judgment of the saints that I was
0: interested in. So
6: I think I've got that. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Hey, great job. Appreciate all all that you guys are doing.
0: Thank you, John. I wish I had more time to elaborate on that, but I simply do not. Maybe in a future program, I'll take time and go through all of it again. But uh, thank you for the call, my friend. God bless. Very good um let's go to chris in missouri god bless chris welcome to end of the age
4: uh hello Hello.
0: hello
7: thank you can can you hear me brother robbins yes i can yes i can okay great um i've got a question about nebuchadnezzar's dream uh about the the tree yeah okay i know that in the immediate context it was about him you know he would go insane think himself changed into an animal until he acknowledged God. Yeah. But also of course he was the he was the king of Babylon and we know that in prophecy um of revelation Babylon represents um Catholicism and its ecumenical movement. Um, so I'm wondering, okay, since since the angel said to cut off the tree, it said to shake off the fruit, leave the stump and the roots, I um for, for seven years, I'm wondering if, maybe in the sense of prophecy, since, okay, the the biggest part of the tree is the roots, of course, yeah. um, that maybe there will be um, a mass exodus of people seeing, uh, just maybe prior to the seven years, a mass exodus of people seeing more truth and leaving the Catholic Church, not not maybe most of the ones who have deep roots into it, but, but those that have... Um, those that have, um, you know, maybe not as much of a tie. A lot of them will come into more truth, just as the, the, um, a lot of the, you know, just just as the top part of the tree was yeah. was cut off and the fruit was shaken off.
0: Right. So the there were two Babylons in the Bible. There are two mentions of Babylon. There's the Babylonian Empire. Uh, Mm -hmm. Now, there was the Tower of Babel, but when you look at different empires and the entities, you had the Babylonian Empire of Nebuchadnezzar, and then you have Mystery Babylon, Revelation 17 and 18, which is symbolic of the end-time false religious system. The origin of man-made world government and man-made world religion would be the Tower of Babel. And then that's why... Uh, The false religious system is called Mystery Babylon. But then you have the Babylonian Empire of Nebuchadnezzar. I don't know if we can correlate. I think it would be a stretch to to correlate Daniel 4 and the tree with the end time false religious system. Because like you say, if you go down to like verse 22, it specifically says that that tree was referring to Nebuchadnezzar himself, which was the ruler of the Babylonian Empire. I don't know how we could correlate those two together. I think when, you know, yeah, because he was out in the the field as a a wild animal for seven years. I think if you if you could build a gigantic bridge, you might be able to. But just from uh, a, 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 a scriptural and a prophetic standpoint, I don't know if we could do that or not. Uh, okay. Because it was you're talking about the Babylonian Empire that's no longer here, and then the world religious system, which is now being established, and Mystery Babylon. Um, as far as people coming out of the Catholic Church um, into the truth and things like that, there's, there is a false religious system um, that will... Jesus, uh, the Bible says in Revelation 18, 4, God will make a plea in the last time, come out of her, my people. It's going to be True. all false religions that God will say, come out of her, my people, that you be not a partaker of her plagues and of her sins. Um, so I do believe that will happen, absolutely. However, I don't know if I could correlate that with the tree, uh, which was Nebuchadnezzar in Daniel 4.
7: Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you. That's, that's, a, um, that's a very, very logical explanation. Yes. I, I appreciate you. I appreciate this ministry. Um, God bless you.
0: All right, Chris. Well, thank you for the call, and God bless you too, my friend. Let's go to um, Sam. Sam. God bless, Sam. Welcome to End of the Age.
8: Hey, uh, I was, uh, okay, uh, in uh, Revelation 13, we're waiting on the the two beasts, the Antichrist and the false prophet. Yes. And and then in Revelation 12, Satan's kicked out of heaven. And then in Revelation 17, uh, a beast ascends out of the bottomless pit. Who's going to be who? Who's going to be the Antichrist and who's going to be the false prophet, the one hey. coming out of the
0: yeah sam so i'm coming up to a break here can you hold over the break yeah and then we'll talk about okay very good so uh well everybody i've got a i've got a lot of calls coming up i'll try to get to every one of you before the end of the uh session here and remember the deals uh at at end time uh slash christmas there's a lot of great deals you can take advantage of before christmas and uh, make sure you go and check it out it's very good Okay, Sam, so are you still there? Yes. Okay, good. So um, for the sake of the audience and for the sake of it being Friday afternoon, repeat your question real quick.
8: Okay, you know, we're expecting the two Bs of uh, Revelation 13, the Antichrist and the false prophet. Yes. Okay, in Revelation 12, Satan gets kicked out of heaven. And then in Revelation 17... Uh, a beast that, uh, ascends out of the bottomless pit. I was wondering who's going to be the false prophet and who's going to be the antichrist, the one coming out of heaven, the one ascending, or, or how's that work?
0: Right. So the one that comes out of heaven that's cast down in Revelation 12, that's Satan himself. Satan is a spirit. Satan's an angel, okay. and so the antichrist will be a physical human being. He's going to be the mm-hmm. the greatest politician in the most powerful politician in Europe in the very end. So it appears from Scripture, it's always been our opinion, that the Antichrist will actually be inhabited by Satan himself. uh, Because the Bible says to worship the Antichrist would be to worship, the Bible says they will worship the dragon. So I think you may have got confused on the point there that Satan is an angel that is cast down into the earth, bound to the earth, the Bible says, woe to the inhabitants of the earth because Satan comes down unto you having great worth. He is bound uh, in the earth. The Antichrist, a physical man, the false prophet will be the leader of the false religious system in the end time. Mm-hmm. The Bible does liken him unto a beast, um, a, a beast with two horns. However, a lamb with two horns, but it's symbolic of a man that would be on the earth, the leader of the false religious system in the end time. And the Bible gives us lots of clues to those individuals who they will be. So that way we'll be able to recognize them when they come on the scene.
8: Yeah, yeah I was just thinking that, you know, they're both going to be inhabited by these angels, these spirits to do what they need to do. Yeah. And, uh, but then uh, do they come on the scene at the same time, or does the false prophet come a little bit later after the Antichrist? Or do they, hit it, they come on the scene at the same time?
0: Right. So if you, um, that's a great question. The Bible tells us in Second Thessalonians chapter 2 that the Antichrist is revealed at, at, at the event called the abomination of desolation, which is when the Antichrist mm-hmm. will stand in a rebuilt Jewish temple, proclaimed to be God himself. He will blaspheme God, and the Bible calls that the abomination of desolation. It says that's when he is revealed. Whoever the Pope is of the Roman Catholic Church, when the Antichrist is revealed, we will know that he is the false prophet, They will be working in unison as a marriage of politics and religion. um, And they will be over the Holy Roman Empire, the revived Holy Roman Empire, which is the current European Union. It has always been run by the most powerful politician from Europe and the most powerful religious leader from Rome, which has always been the Pope. They've been working hand in hand to run the Holy Roman Empire. So yes, when the Antichrist is revealed... At the Abomination of Desolation, whoever the Pope is at that time will be the false prophet.
8: Okay. Yeah. And uh, this has nothing to do with nothing, but I, I play the lotto every week. Okay. And if I ever hit the Megan Miller and Powerball, y'all got 10% coming.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> I appreciate that, Sam. Thank you very much. We'll talk about that at another time. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. All right. God bless. Um, okay. We're going to go to Darlene in Oklahoma. God bless, Darlene. Welcome to End of the Age.
10: Hi. Happy Hanukkah. And
0: and God Um, bless you as well.
10: Thank you. Um, In uh, Revelations, it refers to the devil as the dragon. Yes. And China's emblem is the dragon. Mm Mm-hmm. And so wouldn't that be a connection? China?
0: Well, uh,
10: Revelation?
0: No, because if you look, let me just read you a scripture real quick, Darlene. And I, because okay. I, this, it's a very good question. But if you look in Revelation twelve nine, it says, and there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels, Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. So it's a war in heaven. Mm-hmm. it's impossible for China to fight a war in heaven. It says he fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels. So the dragon is telling us here that is it is specifically an angel, which and it tells us in Revelation twelve nine, and that dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan. So it's not referring to China, even though I know if you look in the news and you say the Chinese dragon, that it is symbolic of that, but that's not what Scripture is talking about. Very important that when it talks about the dragon in Bible prophecy, it's referring to Satan himself.
10: Yeah. I just thought that maybe because China is pretty much a godless country other than the Christians that are secret. Right. That the devil within a spirit of that is already working in there of the devil. Um, But anyway, also, you had another caller that talked about in time, uh, the um jerusalem prophecy college mm-hmm. and that's what people really um need to get in because so much of uh of it is the meat of things are in that and then when you have a question it's more specific right you know what i mean it's, yeah. it's really important that jerusalem prophecy college
0: absolutely and so
10: much is so much is brought out in that that some, some stuff is kind of, oh, it's kind of, I don't know if it's, uh I don't know how to, it, it's just real personal. You can get real personal yeah. with the Jerusalem Prophecy College, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, the, the Jerusalem Prophecy College, Irvin Baxter's, he is, so when we're on the radio and television, we're so rushed all the time. I mean, mm-hmm. you can tell, I got callers I'm trying to get to, it's I'm very rushed. The Jerusalem Prophecy College... It's simply go to JerusalemProphecyCollege.com. Irvin is, Irvin is able to slow way down mm-hmm. and take the topics one by one and explain them and go into all the documentation on the radio. It's virtually impossible for me to do that with having so many calls and things i got to get to so quickly. Um, but, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with you and Joe and everybody um, that we've got well over 5,000 students in the Jerusalem Prophecy College right now And I've got people from all over the world. I had a lady in Slovakia that contacted me and said, hey, we went through the Jerusalem Prophecy College and we've been baptizing people and people are receiving the Holy Ghost and wanted to know if you or Doug or Vince would come over here and pastor this church we've got going. And I said, whoa, 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 hold up. Mm
4: -hmm. But I'm
0: telling you, that's what's happening as a result of the Jerusalem Prophecy College. It's happening all over the world. So... Um, thank you again. There's Dali. so many
10: details. There's so many yeah. details that come out in the Jerusalem Prophecy College, and it's like I'm listening to the questions, and it's almost like I can answer that question. Right, right. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Merry Christmas. All right. And Merry Happy Christmas
0: Hanukkah. to you. And I and I do thank you for the the uh, awesome um gifts for oh. my grandkids. Thank you.
10: Yes, you're welcome. Those are it's awesome, the and Lord. they love them. It's, it's from the Lord. You guys are a blessing to us personally. I just wanted to do something for you all but Uh, happy hanukkah merry christmas
0: all right god bless you my friend and merry christmas to you as well uh let's go to freddie in ohio god bless freddie welcome to end of the age
3: oh dave
0: um
11: i met you my wife and i met you at the ann arbor conference in ann arbor michigan this past summer yep And uh, I don't know if you remember us. We were sitting in the parking lot, and you had got out of
0: your car. Absolutely. You come walking up. I got my picture
11: with you. Yeah, absolutely. I I definitely remember
0: you guys. Absolutely.
11: Yeah, I just wanted to tell you that we love you so much, and what you're doing is just awesome. And um, the lady that just got done talking to you and and some of the others that say that people should – uh, get the uh, Jerusalem Prophecy College. They should. I just want to echo that Yeah. because it is so, so good and it's so much wisdom and so much understanding in, in the Word of God in the end times. And so I just want to echo that and uh, please, uh, if people that are listening, uh, Dave is trying to encourage you to get the Jerusalem Prophecy College, and you will be so, so glad that you did. Yes, sir. Are you still there, Dave? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, Yep, absolutely. Now, I just want to ask you if you could comment a little bit on Babylon the Great, because here locally we have a Christian TV station, and they have a, a guy that's teaching on there, and he continues to hammer how the United States is Babylon the Great. Yeah. Would, now, this troubles me a little bit, because here is a man that is teaching out of the Bible, teaching that the United States is Babylon the Great. To me, it's a false prophet. Yeah. And I, I ju- it just... Uh, I just want people to understand, and if you could just emphasize a little bit about what you're talking about, the Roman Catholic Church and uh, Mystery Babylon is not the United States. And uh, I, if you could do that, I would be so grateful, Dave.
0: Absolutely. Uh, I'll do my best. So the when you talk about Mystery Babylon, I'll go through the clues real quick, but in Revelation chapter 17... Babel Bible refers to the last, the end time false religious system as mystery Babylon. Again, I said the origins of man-made religion or that people would take care of themselves and not rely upon God was the Tower of Babel. You remember after the flood when they built the big tower and they were going to climb up in it instead of build an ark and rely on God if something ever happened. They wanted man-made religion. They wanted to rely upon themselves. Man-made world government, man-made world religion. It was the origins in all, of all of that. In Revelation 17, it talks about a mystery Babylon, a, um, a, an entity. It's a religious entity, the false religious entity that will be over the world religion in the end time. And many people say that that's the United States. However, yet like Freddie said, that's a, that's a false teaching because in Revelation 17, there are six specific clues that let us know that it is um, referring to Rome and the Roman Catholic Church in the end time in Rome. I've had my Roman Catholic friends say, well, whoa, whoa, hold on a second. And I'm like, well, the, the, the city of Rome is going to be destroyed before all this is over with. So that's what it's referring to. It says, number one, in Revelation 17, 18, the woman is a city. Um, it says, number two, Revelation 17, 15, the woman rules an international system. It says that uh, the waters which thou sawest, wh- where the horse sits, are peoples, multitudes, nations, and tongues. The, um, so, number one, it's not the United States right there. It says it is a city. And some people have said, well, no, that's New yeah. York. But it, just bear with me. It says it is the uh, Revelation 17, 9. And here is wisdom. Um, the seven heads that are the seven mountains on which the woman sitteth, Or the woman sits. Well, it's Rome, the city of seven hills. Uh, and I'm going quickly here, guys, because I'm coming up to the end of the program. Uh, the Bible says that Revelation 17, 4, she's arrayed in scarlet and purple. If you understand that the carlet, the, the cardinals dress in red, the bishops and archbishops dress in uh, purple, uh, the, Ro- the, the, the ruling body of the Roman yes. Catholic Church, drunken with the blood of the saints. Of course, the Catholic Church with the Spanish Inquisition. And um, the, the, the history records that the Catholic Church has killed uh, in the name of Christianity the millions of Christians, and then number six reigns over the kings of the earth. Revelation seventeen eighteen. Uh, the Roman Catholic Church is over much of the political system. Many people in even in Washington uh, are they that, that the Catholic Church controls them. Um, even like a, a Joe Biden, he claims to be Catholic, but yet he's he's promoting abortion. So. Um, you know, just kind of a lot of things that are happening like that. All six clues point to Rome, not to the United States, not to Europe. They point to, not to New York. They point to uh, Rome. Very important. If you look in Revelation 16, Rome will be destroyed before it's all over with. Uh, So very important that we get that correctly and what's going on there. God bless.
4: This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at one 800 end That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com.